Welcome to Piedmont Arts. I'm Rachel Stewart. From March 31st to April 16th, Uptown Charlotte will be home to the multi-week festival known as Charlotte Shout. The festival is produced by Charlotte Center City Partners and includes music acts, art installations, community conversations, culinary events, and a lot more. The idea is to showcase our community and celebrate Charlotte's creativity, innovation, diversity, and resilience. You can expect lots of programming and events that feature local uh, artists and creators, as well as some international artists and creators. Here to talk about Charlotte Shout is Robert Crumbine. He's the Chief Creative Officer and Senior Vice President of Events at Charlotte Center City Partners. So, hello, Robert. Hey, how are you doing today? I am good. So you're over Charlotte Shout, which is huge. There's so much going on this year. There's a lot. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm pleased to say that I'm the guy who uh, kind of came up with this idea many years ago, actually. Shout actually had its debut way back in 2002 and ran for quite a few years until the Great Recession. And then we had to shelve it and figure out what to do next. And Fortunately, we were able to bring it back back in uh, 2019 and then took another pause <laughs> just in time for the <laughs> pandemic. So here we are. <laughs> yeah, that that was my recollection. Thanks for confirming that, that there had been a long run of it and then it just went quiet for a little while. But um, and, and I don't know if very quickly you want to say anything about how it's different now than it used to be. Is it different? I think it is different. I think, I think, you know, Charlotte has certainly grown up a lot since the early 2000s and um, the audiences are, are much more educated and, and willing to go out there and enjoy the arts. I think back in the day when we, when we were doing it, uh, what the one thing that stood out was our, uh, our event that we called the culinary arts experience. And uh, that was a really big deal. We were probably one of the first really true food and wine events celebrating the art of food and would bring in some amazing chefs. And I think people really, res- you know, it resonated, right, with with folks. But now I think today is a, it's a new day and, and people understand and appreciate the hard work that all of these artists, musicians, dancers, you, you name it, chefs, so on, um, put into, into their craft. Well, you've got... Um... As described on the website, you've got four pillars to this festival. Food is one of them, and the other three are art, music, and ideas. So can you talk a little bit about organizing the festival in that way? I think the original thinking around it was really about um, art, music, and food. And then we thought, you know, the the ideas and the innovation that comes out of um, our region here is quite amazing, uh, and it needs to be celebrated as well. And so that's what we added that fourth pillar. And so what we do here is, you know, we want to celebrate the the art and cultural DNA of Charlotte and the Charlotte region. And we want to be able to say that the majority of this festival truly is local, that we are supporting artists, uh, we are supporting musicians, giving them a chance to showcase their talent and develop their audiences. Uh, we're supporting the, the entire, you know, food idea here in Charlotte. Like we, it has grown so much thanks to Johnson and Wales University and other events that, that have gone on over the, the last couple of decades. And then be able to let those innovators and that great, those great thought leaders come to the table and talk about things that are so important to all of us as humans. I mean, they're, they're subjects that we could all relate to and discuss together and maybe even find solutions 
you know, one of our underlying efforts is to support the United Nations uh, Sustainable Goals. They are, uh, you know, they're they're trying to achieve 100% of their goals by 2030, and we joined on to that with uh, looking at sustainability, for instance, as our very first one, and, and trying to make sure that we are being a sustainable festival and that we're not being wasteful and hopefully creating that circular kind of scenario where the, you know, everything that goes in comes right back out and gets reused. That's how the ideas piece took off. So in, in general, it's about all this great stuff that we do in Charlotte every day, but we don't always put a spotlight on it. We don't always make sure that these people are, are, are felt uh, that they feel welcome and that they could actually make a living doing this uh, right here in Charlotte. So let's talk about some, and by the way, thanks for bringing up the sustainability piece of it. I did not realize that you were doing that, and I bet that's challenging. It truly is, but we've got some great partners. I will tell you, uh, Co-Consolidated here in Charlotte has joined on to actually help us make that happen. And it's so important uh, that everybody, I mean, it's something as simple as taking a uh, a plastic bottle and making sure it goes in the right stream so it can be broken down and reused again. And and it seems like a simple thought, right? But it doesn't, in, in action, it's a little more difficult. So if we can educate and and actually put the put the tools in place to make that happen, then by God, that's a that's a plus. And I think that's good for everybody. Yeah, that's great. I'm I'm glad to hear about it, especially since you are going to be all over uh, uptown Charlotte and have lots of people who will be drinking a lot of water, I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's talk about a few things. You've got so much going on, um, but there are maybe a few things to highlight. I wanted to ask you about um, Piano Drome, which is making its appearance at Charlotte Shout, and I'll let you describe what Piano Drome is. Uh, in 2019, I had the, uh, the the privilege of being able to go to the uh, Fringe Festival in Edinburgh, Scotland, and I was intrigued by this one particular installation called Piano Drome. It was located in a, in a warehouse outside of the downtown, and I had to take an Uber to go out there and see it. But when I got there, it just, it was absolutely mesmerizing. These artists had taken old pianos, the old upright piano, kind of the, you know, that thing that all of us were like, oh, yeah, you know that piano in grandma's living room that we don't know what to do with? So instead of them going to the, to the landfill, they thought, what if we reuse these in some fashion? So again, that sustainability theme is is locked into this installation completely. So they took the pianos, they figured out how to, to deconstruct them, and then they rebuilt them into, the best way to describe it without seeing it is a amphitheater style seating. So it's, it's a raked uh, seating and they're done in wedges. And then those wedges are set up in the round. So the performer, performer is right in the center of the seating area. And somehow the, 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 the wood from the piano, the sound bar, everything that we use just really takes it up to a whole new level. So in terms of acoustical performance, this is the dream. And it really is, a, it, it really is about a listening room that we're creating here. We're doing it at Grace Church on Brevard. It's a beautiful old church in the Second Ward uh, neighborhood that is still still with us today. It's been um, 
carefully restored and maintained and in and of itself is acoustically amazing they built it you know without the idea of having sound equipment for sound reinforcement and so you could literally hear a pin drop in that space so now you add in this beautiful piano drone piece and i would invite people to think about coming to listen and really enjoy what the performer is putting out and it'll be everything from pianists to classical quintets to song uh, singer-songwriters, just a variety of, of performance art. Are the pianos um, the ones that were, the, that you know, is it constructed of pianos that were used in Edinburgh, or are you using pianos from here? Yeah, they were all actually collected here. And, and in fact, we, we had hoped to do this in 2020, but we all know what happened in 2020. So uh, we had been collecting pianos for a rather long time and storing them in shipping containers and warehouse space that we could uh, find and just kept on getting the materials we needed. And then this year, finally, we're able to. In fact, we started uh, early in January to, to start working on deconstructing them. The artists came over from Scotland, spent several weeks with us at the beginning, teaching and working with our uh, builders. Uh, we've had a, a great number of volunteers that have come out to help us. Because as you can imagine, taking apart a piano is not as easy as you think, especially when the goal is to re is to keep every piece of that and, and reuse it. So the only thing that we don't use would be the keys uh, and the hammers uh, and the strings. The strings all have to be removed. But everything else is reused, even down to the screws. So there's no there were no trips to Lowe's, uh, you know, to pick up materials to build this. This was 100% from these uh, 40 pianos that we uh, obtained. And then we have three pianos um, that are actually, so each wedge will have a piano uh, attached to it. That piano is in good working order. It's been, um, uh, it's been tuned and, and fixed up to make sure that it works. And so now we have three pianos that could be utilized in performance. And then we actually have uh, a baby grand that would then get rolled in to the, to the space to be used when, when needed. Wow. And and you'll have to... That's just one thing. <laughs> That's just one thing. And, yes. and, and will that... Uh, I guess it can't sit there at grace all the time, can it? Does it have to be dismantled and then brought back for or put somewhere else? Or we, We've got this for three years. So our the guarantee that we have with the artist is that we will be able to use it again for two more years for Shout. Um, so once Shout is over... Uh, we will dismantle it. We'll um, put it all away and store it. And then um, in uh, 24, we will bring it back again. I'm not sure what the venue will be in 24, but uh, it may be Grace Church again. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Nice. Yes, that's just one thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's talk about a, a visual arts installation that that will be um, one that's pretty noticeable, I think, and that is the Bloom uh, installation at McCall Center. Can you describe yeah. that? Yeah, Bloom is um, is really a fun piece. It it is a piece that uh, Rebecca Lips is uh, is producing along with Caleb Dickerson, and it's three D mapping on the face of the McCall Center, live projection uh, throughout the entire time. But on the weekends, we're inviting uh, the community to come and actually plant uh, spring bulbs. Uh, in flower beds, and the movement of the hands planting uh, will trigger different things to happen to then produce these giant 
flowers on the screen and the flowers will then have a new home. I think it's going to be a fascinating piece. Uh, Rebecca is a really talented artist, loves the medium of, uh, of projection art, and so has done some really cool things for us in the past. So this is going to be a lot of fun to see. So people will have, a, basically, they have a hand in creating the installation. Absolutely. And, and as I said, if the, when they plant, that movement will then trigger things to happen, and then this art will be created uh, on, the, on the wall. Wow, that's very interesting. And and so you don't you don't even know exactly what's going to go up there until it happens. Correct. What's another another part of the festival that you'd like to highlight before we wrap it up? I I just want to make sure everybody knows that we you know there's so much visual art. Um a lot of it is interactive like the piece I just described. But the the the, the key piece of this is we we've got about 90% of the art that you're going to see is all been designed and created by artists within our local region. And so there's 13 Easter eggs. Um, there are uh, 15 what we call icons, which essentially they're exclamation points, if I, if I could tell you that. They're just part of the Shout logo, but they're all six and a half foot tall and three-dimensional, and the artists have, have created those. If you see, uh, for the audience to know, if they see an icon, they know that something about Shout is happening in that particular location. So it's a wayfinding. Um, we've got other projection art going on. We've got uh, large exhibits, large installations like the seesaws or one piece that I love. It's called Pop. The best way I could describe it to you is um, think of, uh, of Pop Goes the Weasel where you would crank it up, right, and surprise the, the clown pops out. In this case, it's five really huge uh, monoliths and you interact with it at a, at a device. And then you do the right thing and a creature will pop out of the monolith. And there's music and audio and lighting that goes with that. The really cool thing is if you're with a group and all five people are doing it at the same time, something even more special will take place. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Musically, we are showcasing over 80 uh, local artists, but we also have, um, we're bringing in some international talent to come perform as well. So at the three music venues, which are Piano Drome, the uh, Victoria Yards stage, and the main stage at the Wells Fargo Plaza, there's a variety of different things for different folks. And it's all you know, very family friendly in how we're structuring it, but we're gonna cover a wide variety of genres. So you'll have everything from classical to hip hop that's gonna be taking place on stage and honoring that goal of being able to showcase what we have here. Food, there's a great food event at the end of Shout um, that is called Charlotte Streets. Some fantastic chefs and some fantastic food to sample there. It's a good place to go and learn a little bit about it. It's, it's kind of that, you know, food network kind of approach, but live and in person, you get to really see it happening. And then of course, the ideas portion, actually the ideas festival within the festival, kicks us off on that first weekend. And the Charlotte Center for Humanities has done an amazing job of bringing in um, some great thought leaders, uh, starting with Baratunde Thurston on on the uh, 30th, also doing some forums and some roundtables and other other opportunities for people to come together and, and join in as a community and discuss topics that are very important to all of us. So there's a lot. It's hard for me to go down the list we would take two hours just to do that but yes we would you know 
the best thing is to tell people is that you get to that website, uh, cltshout.com. It's all there. Uh, when you show up uptown, we will have what we call the Shout Lounge, kind of our hub in the Wells Fargo atrium right there at Third Street. And you can pick up a little guide. I'd be remiss if I didn't throw in the, the Roaming Gnomes, which will be located all over uptown. There are 12 of these inflatable gnomes that have come to us from Australia. And um, they're all in uh, different travel poses. So there's a gnome with a camera, there's a gnome with a map and so on. Uh, we invite everybody to do it as a sort of a scavenger hunt. And so if you pick up this little guide, it'll have a map where everything's located and a, also a little passport. And when you get to the gnome, you can stamp your passport. And if you fill your passport, you can come back and we'll give you uh, um, a copy of the Shout poster for this year, which is not available to purchase. So it'll be a real special um, a special gift for, for those people that do that. Mm -hmm. uh, hundreds of things to do, 17 days to do it in. It's 17 days because it's, you know, we have to deal with weather. So we know there's going to be some days where it's rainy or maybe a little colder than you expected, but it'll all still be there uh, every day. And we just invite the entire region to come out and enjoy it and tell your friends in other states to come down. This is the time they should be coming to Charlotte. <laughs> All right. Uh, and, and then I, I'm going to take a long nap after it's over. I was going to ask you, you know, <laughs> like as in three weeks worth of nap, probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I. this is something that we love to do. So it's, it's all good. Well, I, I would think that you'd be spending almost all year trying to get all of this shout stuff together. Absolutely. As soon as shout is over, uh, we'll debrief. We'll talk about what worked, what didn't work. And then we'll start talking to artists. I, I'm already doing that now. I've got people that... Uh, that I've been talking to uh, for other things uh, that we might bring in internationally. Uh, we'll do our call to artists actually earlier this year. So we'll be doing that soon after in you know late spring, that May-June timeframe. So we can start uh, re receiving uh, proposals from people. We're just working to grow something that is a destination festival for all of us here in the city. And we believe in it and, the, and our sponsors believe in it. You know, the the folks that have stood up and, and given us the, the dollars to make it work, including the, the city uh, and county have all, uh, you know, said this is important to us. Um, so it's, it's an exciting time uh, to be here, and, and I'm thrilled to be the guy that gets to make it all happen. Well, I'm very happy that you were able to spare a few minutes to talk about it today. And uh, tell us again one more time, what is the website to get all the information? Sure. It's cltshout or charlotteshout.com. Uh, and everything is there that you need to know. Uh, you can follow us on uh, Instagram at CLT Shout. There's plenty of information out about, and we we ask you to to join us and see what we can, uh, how we can make this just the most amazing event ever. Well, many thanks. I've been talking to Robert uh, Crumbine, who is Chief Creative Officer and Senior Vice President of Events at Charlotte Center City Partners, and he is the one who uh, is. I guess, responsible for making sure that Charlotte Shout happens. Charlotte Shout is coming up uh, March 31st through April 16th in Uptown Charlotte, and there will be plenty to do. So, Robert, thank you again for taking some time out of what I know is a really busy, busy time of year for you. Thank you very much. For Piedmont Arts, I'm Rachel Stewart.